Hey, what's happening? This is Pastor Wes and welcome to The Rally Point. And I'm just, uh, I'm so happy that you've taken the time to just step in and kind of just listen and see what's happening here at The Rally Point. You know, The Rally Point is meant to encourage, to uh, to fill you up, to uh, to give you the information you need to, to just equip you so that you can then go out into the battle and be successful in your everyday life. So welcome to The Rally Point. Again, I'm Pastor Wes Pennington. And, you know, today I have my good friend, uh, a brother that just been in the battle with me. You know how sometimes you get brothers that um, they just come and lock arms with you. And uh, this brother has came and he has locked arms with us. And The Rally Point is actually on a Rally Point board member. And um, we're just going to have a great conversation. And I'm just going to bring in my man, John Cambio. And uh, we're going to introduce John to the show. John, welcome to the Rally Point, brother. Hey, thanks, Pastor West. So happy to be here. The Rally Point's so important. And Amen. I'm honored to be here with you. Amen. I appreciate that. You know, the other day uh, we were talking and, you know, you kind of brought up a good point where you were saying that, you know, um, you were kind of listening to some stuff some people were saying out there and you know with the internet and with you know everybody having a voice on the internet there's some crazy stuff out there in reference to god and the word of god and you know what can you add a little bit to that thought yeah i think after listening to uh, the different com i guess you could call them commentaries or the apologists that were you know kind of looking at different sermons that pastors give I guess the thing that was strong in my mind was I'm when I first hear a message, like let's say you preach a message, uh, I'm very receptive to it, and and a lot of times I'm uh, moved by it and and I, I kind of embrace it, you know, and then um, later on I might find out that wait a minute now uh, that message wasn't quite out of the word of God. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying you for an example. Yeah, yeah, no, I got I you. Think God, you're just the opposite of this, that you <laughs> and Pastor Plank are always strictly out of the word, that every bit of the word points us to Jesus, you know? Uh, but there's sometimes, there's some messages I've heard from uh, from other pastors that I kind of embraced because it really did um, speak to me. It really sounded like, you know what? I do have uh, a certain authority that maybe I really don't have, but the way this mm. pastor was talking about it, like I have the authority of God. Right, you know, right, right, right. He's taking it totally out of context. So I guess that's that was what I was uh, kind of sharing with you. And today I was at the office and, and I was um, thinking about my landlord. I've, uh, he's an unsaved uh, friend of mine. and. Um, uh, we've had a lot of different, you know, conversations at, at different times when we can bring God into the the situation, especially in today's world, you know. And I was thinking today, I said, what if, what if I was sharing something with him um, that I learned from a message that I totally embraced, and then later found out that I was in error. And so now I come back to the guy and I say, you know, um, what I told you before really wasn't correct you know and so what i think it, it i think it's dangerous you know because yeah. now this unsafe person uh you know does that draw them deeper into the word or does it let them say yeah i know it depends on how anybody reads it you know i just think it's important yeah. to have people like you uh around us that can just i love every time you give a sermon every sermon you've ever given has always pointed us to jesus you know? amen amen and that's everything points to him and so yeah. i guess that was my my uh, point. And, and that's what every sermon should point you to. It should point you to Jesus. Right. And, you know, a lot of times we come up with, uh, you know, we pastors come up with uh, great 
sermons to preach and you know and and you know on application of life and all of that mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's about jesus you know and i've, I've also have been at places where i've heard uh people uh jumping from scripture to scripture different things and saying things to make them fit their sermon when those applications weren't proper you know so it's so important it's so very important um that that we are careful to whom we give our ear to um because yeah yeah, i mean we could easily fall into some false things and false thinking that could actually you know as we think we're pulling toward god can actually be pulling us away from god uh, because you know it's it's the wrong stuff. Hey, and Scripture says that in the last days there will be many false teachers that come mm-hmm. uh, claiming to preach the word of yeah. God, you know, yeah. and yeah. and they be false. You know, one of the yeah. um, one of the things that kind of woke me up a little bit, you know, which kind of made my eyes kind of open up a little bit was during the presidential race, and I was just kind of you know cruising through YouTube, watching different pastors and different things that kind of came up. And I, I saw quite a few well-known pastors come online, speaking to millions of people, thousands, millions of people, saying that God told me that, yeah. you know, Donald Trump was going to be president again, right? And then, you know, whether you, whoever you like, wherever yeah. you go. Yeah, the, the, that, yeah. yeah the, the point is, is that that didn't happen, Right. But yet these guys are saying, God told me, right? So that, so now you're saying that God's a liar, right? If God told you that, then you're calling God a liar. And God's not a liar. God doesn't lie, which means you caught a wrong signal or you felt a wrong feeling and you applied that to God and, said, and came out to everyone saying, God told me that this was going to happen. And we see that all the time. We've seen that all the time through history. I mean, you know, we got a whole church of congregants moving to a whole nother country, you know, to follow someone who says that God told us to do this and they ends up, you know, giving them all Kool-Aid and, and, and everybody dying, you know. So we have to really be careful in discerning, you know, when it comes to the word of God and when it comes to who we listen to. So mm-hmm. let, let me ask you this, John, and I don't know if you have the answer for this, but what are some ways that, you know, the average person that might be listening to the show Say, well, how do I avoid that? How do I not fall into that trap? Because these guys are very convincing. They sound like they know what they're, they're talking about. Yeah, and I think the real danger is when you hear a message that, because you use that word uh, applicable to our life. You know, we want the message. We, we want God's word, I believe. Uh, how can we use it? How can we apply that to my life so that I can live uh, a, a life that's more fruitful for, for God's kingdom? Amen. You know, So we want to be able to apply it um, but I, you know, I've, I've, you know, heard sermons like I mentioned before about, uh, you know, uh, God gave you, uh, you know, Jesus, it, it, you know, left you with the power of God. Uh, I remember Pastor Frank saying one time, no, I don't believe anybody has the power to change the weather, you know, but there's messages out there where I'm going to rebuke the storm and I'm going to rebuke this and I have the power in me. And, uh, that's, a, that's, that's some scary ground to get on, you know, it, it's like, but I, I believe we gotta, we gotta apply it to our life, but we gotta be careful that we're not overstepping our bounds, you it, know? Yeah, uh, you know, I think you're absolutely right, right? There's a balance that you have to kind of come into uh, with it mm-hmm. because, you know, yeah, I don't have the power of God, but God has the power of God, right? He is God, yeah. right? So, yeah. so 
for me, I can't proclaim the weather to change, right? Right. But God can change the weather if he wants to. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right? And and so it's a slippery slope, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And where we go with this thing, you know, um, mm -hmm. do you know, I don't have the power. I, I don't have no. the power, right? Scripture does say that um, the same, the same uh, spirit, the same uh, power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power that we have. Now, the, the right. scripture does say that, but yeah. not in the sense that I am now God. Not in the exactly. sense, and 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 what we what we what we miss in the translation is that you have God in you, mm -hmm. which is the power. Not that mm -hmm. you have the power to use at your discretion and how you choose to use right. it. I'm right? not a little God. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's right. yeah, exactly. It's no, it's not that. You're human and you're a sinner, and you know you're barely saved by grace. You know, Amen. but the power of God is in you. Once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the power of God is in us, but not mm -hmm. in the way that we perceive it, not in the way that not some way preach it. it. Right, not right. in the way that some preach it. Some some preach it as if you can now take authority and make stuff happen. But but mm -hmm. it's not that way. What it is 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 when God is saying to when God is in us and now now we can speak, we can walk in his authority. But it's still his authority. And, and you know, Amen. I think so many people kind of get lost with that and they get disappointed because, you know, right. I hear that sermon and I go out and I declare, you know, that my brand new car is going to be in the driveway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's no car in the driveway tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. so so, you know, what happens? You know, do we get we get we get kind of disgruntled and we get kind of upset saying that, you know, hey, maybe I don't have the power of God. But the reality of it is, is that we all have the ability to speak to God, to join with God, to have God residing in us. And because of that, his power is with us. But it's yeah. still God. It's still God who determines what happens when and, and where. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, that I found is that if you're if 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 you're in the word of God. Right. And if you mm -hmm. read the word, study the word of God, you get. You know, you're able to understand when these types of things happen, where people are saying things that aren't true. You can pick up on that's it. the answer to your question. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer to your question right there. Absolutely, you get a discernment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You get a discernment. Like, whoa, 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 that's not correct. Let me look into yeah. the Bible and check that out. That's yeah. not correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. we need to be like the Bereans. You know, um, the, mm -hmm. Bereans, the Bereans were credited because they didn't take everything that everyone said verbatim. Right. They went and studied the scriptures to make sure it was true. Right. right? And yep. that's how we have to be in order to not get caught up in this uh, deception that's out there. And what a great thing that is, too. You know, I mean, the, the fact that we have God's word is written word. So we hear something and then we can go do what you just said. We can go study the word. We can read it. And then we can ponder it and we can think about it. And then we can go back the following morning. So, you know what? I'm going to read that again. And then that night after supper, you know what? I'm going to read that again and just, just eat it up and yeah. eat it up and eat it up. And, and eventually we get it, especially when we're surrounded with people like yourself um, that um, are have gone deeper in the word than I have. You know what I mean? That all of a sudden you can bring something and say, yeah, John. But this, like I remember asking you one time at breakfast about <clears throat> about uh, Joshua one through nine, 
you know? Yeah. And uh, talking about, you know, following the law, make sure you do, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, meditate it on every day, you know, uh, day and night, and, and make sure you do all the things of the law that mm. Moses put on you. And I'm like, Pastor West, how, how, how do we do that now in the new, under the new covenant, under the blood, under the grace, you know, of Jesus? How, how do we, how do we, we, how, we can't follow those hundreds of 620 laws, you know? And, <laughs> and you pointed me to, um, uh, in Matthew, where, where it says, where, where Jesus said, all the law and the prophets are fulfilled in these two things. Amen. Love the Lord your God with all your might mm. and love your neighbor as yourself. That covers all of them. And that one, you don't know, that was a few years back. That was probably five or six years ago, at least, maybe more that you shared that with me. And just that, that insight into God's word really lifted up a major uh, I'm not sure it was a burden, but it was a question mark in my mind. Like, how do we live with this? You know? Yeah, we can, and we can definitely place a burden on the shoulders mm -hmm. of of ourselves and on others. You know, especially yeah. if we become yeah. too legalistic. You know what I mean in our ways and our thinking of the word, because the word mm -hmm. is the word is so deep. The word is so vast, yeah. right? That it, it it it's it's applicable in many different situations. It, it's not just yeah. one standard. Right. So mm -hmm. so when we look at the word and we read the word, um, it, it, it is it does apply to a, a period. It applies to a time. Um, and, and it also, though, applies to this period and this time and then a future period yeah. and in a future time. You know, so so we have to be careful when we become legalistic. You know, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's what they were legalistic. It was it was mm -hmm. the law and only the law. Right. And, yeah. and by doing that, they totally missed the spirit. You know, so check this out. Here's, here's how we can how we can connect those two things. Right. So when they created the law for to put the speed on the highways. Right. What your speed is going to be, what the what the legal speed limit is for the highway. Right. So they said, OK, we're going to make the law, the speed limit in Rhode Island 55 miles an hour. So the, the law says you go 55. Right. That's mm -hmm. the law. Go 55. The spirit of the law, the reason why the law was written is because they realized that at a certain speed, when you crash, more people die. So the spirit of the law was to save lives, right? But the law says you go 55. So if we go, if we just think on, well, the law says 55 and I'm just going to do 55 and anyone doing over that is a violator of the law. Right. We can go that way or we can go, you know what, I'm going to do 55 because the law not only is not only the law, but the spirit of the law says that it that it saves lives, that I'm less likely to crash and die at this speed versus a higher speed. Right. And it's the yeah. same way with the Bible. There's the law. Right. And Jesus himself said the law actually kills. So so mm -hmm. because you can't fulfill it, you cannot fulfill right. it. It's impossible mm -hmm. for us to fulfill it. So if we try mm -hmm. to be legalistic, we're actually dooming ourselves. Because we can't mm -hmm. fulfill the law, right? But yeah. the spirit, right? And the one thing the Pharisees and the Sadducees missed was the spirit of everything that was being said, everything that was being mm -hmm. taught, what the word of God was actually saying, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that kind of changes things a little bit. You know, Jesus oh, came, yeah. he, said, he said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And his fulfillment, fulfill. yeah, his fulfillment of it was to bring in the spirit so that now there's a fullness to the law. You know, and that's crazy. That's crazy if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, he fulfilled it. He fulfilled it on the cross, you know. Amen. He paid he paid the fine. And even though I'm guilty, I was let go. 
because he he paid it for me. You got that right, brother. But he fulfilled it. The law was death. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The law said death. You're a sinner. You die. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Some, we we could have a two-hour show on on you know, the, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. Uh, forgiveness of he sin. Fulfills it. Yeah, he fulfills it. Right. Meaning he yeah. he accomplished it. So the law doesn't get taken away, which means it's still right. there. But at the same time, there's grace, there's mercy, there's forgiveness. The spirit of the law comes in. Follow me? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think that's what we miss a lot if we become too legalistic. So we got to be flexible. You know, I love what C.S. Lewis said. C.S. Lewis said, we should have one foot in heaven and one foot on earth. So we can't be too heavenly and we can't be too earthly, right? We have to yeah. be in the middle somewhere where we understand and we're trying to live out the concepts of heaven. But at the same time, mm -hmm. we're in a world. So we have to be able to adapt to the situations and the circumstances that are around us. Well, I can't believe you're saying that right now, because guess what I read today? What's that? I was reading Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 9, verse 4. Better is a dead dog. No, better is a, 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 a live dog than a dead, dead lion, you know? <laughs> and, and so because if we're alive, I can be the worst thing walking the face of the earth, but I'm aware that I'm going to die. I have a chance to get better. Amen. I can stay in God's where I can continue to have that. I know about heaven. I know about earth. And I get that chance to, to bring the word to somebody to get better, Oof. to grow. Uh, growth, you were Pastor Frank. I mean, growth, is, I, I know... Um, well, really, when you look at the symbol at our church, you know, beauty for ashes, right? I mean, what's that represent? That that rose growing, Amen. It's growing out of the ashes. It's it, uh, our growth is just so so. It's everything. It's everything. And, and the only way we grow, bro, is 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 through study and application. Yeah. You know, yeah, study um, and application. Yeah, yeah, we have to go through some things. We yeah. have to deal with some stuff. Yeah. You know, and and we have to continually seek understanding. In the word, you know, and for us men, if we were to bring this, since this is man talk here, since we didn't bring it into this realm, for us men, it's so important because it's so important that our families see us actually walk in the walk, you know. Right. Um, we can't be. Yeah, you know, you know, I always say that your yes has to be yes and your no, no. You know, you got to be men of your word that do what you say, you know. Um, and 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 that becomes an example for our families, you know. Um. You know, it, when when I read the word, I don't hide in a closet somewhere to read it. I read it in my living room. I read it in my bedroom. I read it at the counter in the kitchen, you know, so that Marissa and Ashley and Eliana see their dad reading the yeah. word of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then having that conversation, being willing to have that those types of conversations with them. And not only that, but but in real life, they get to see that worked out. You know, they see. Yeah. They see that and they see when dad makes mistakes and, you know, dad asks for forgiveness and he repents and, you know, you know, and, and then he does it right and he corrects himself. You know, it's so important that our families see that, you know, um, yeah. and it, it's powerful, bro. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's it's our job, right, to kind of be the, the, the door gods, so to speak, for our families so that that mm -hmm. false teaching stuff doesn't reach them. Right. You know? That's what the Bach is all about, right? Yeah. Are <laughs> you talking about that book, Through the Smoker? <laughs> hey, if you haven't gotten a copy of Through the Smoker yet, you got to get a copy oh, of Through the Smoker. Um, I, I know, hey, I, I, I can say it, I, I wrote it, but it's powerful, you know, and um, there's some real truths in there, you know, for us, yeah. because we're all in a process. And, and I think mm -hmm. that's the key 
uh, you know, Elder John, is that we're in a process, you know, and that's in the learning process and the growing process and the developing process. It's just, it's all a process, you know. So it's it's it, if we hear something that's not correct and we kind of bite into it a little bit and start to carry it a little bit, the spirit will come and convict us. Right. And as long as we're in the word of God and we're in prayer with him and we're seeking relationship with him, it'll be revealed to us and we can then get rid of it and let it go and then get on to what the truth really is. You know, um, you know, while you're, while you're mentioning the book, I mean, I think the last thing the world needs is another self-help book, you know, uh, but this book is not a self-help book. Uh, no. As you were speaking, I was thinking about um, that your, that book that you wrote, that, that uh, Through the Smoker book is like a big stop sign. It's a giant, to me, it was, I read it one, the first time I read it, and then I immediately went back and started to read it again. And I said, this this book stops me in my tracks and I need to stop at each chapter and I need to stay on that chapter for a while. Yeah. To really look at where am I in the smoker? What is God telling me at this time? Mm. That's so important. Man. If I don't know what he's telling me, the time is going to go by. You know what I mean? The time is going to go by, and I'm ne- and I'm never I'm 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 never going to be done right. You know what yeah, I mean? Amen. The, amen. It's never going to be done right because amen. the time is going by, but I'm not learning from that time in the smoker. Mm. But if I'm learning from that time in the smoker, if that brisket is sucking up the juice and sucking in the 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 the, the seasonings and all that, and taking in the smoke just right at the right temperature for mm. the right time, if wow. it's doing all that at the right time, the way it's supposed to, then it's able to go to the next step and be more. Um, palatable right you know what yeah I mean? yeah yeah absolutely be more useful yeah to the to the to the to the one that's going to consume it you know mm. and so i think i think that book really is just put a big stop sign on my life Amen. Uh, at each at each chapter i say well, okay john i'll stop stop right here and let's listen to what god's trying to tell you amen amen yeah you know um one of the things that you know i was thinking about as i was kind of writing it is that you know so many men, right, are in the smoker. You're in it. Yeah. And if you're yep. listening to this, you're watching this, and you're thinking, you're in the smoker. You're in it. Female or male, you're in the smoker. Yep. Um, and, and what a blessing, though, it is to know that I'm in the smoker. Right. right. And be right. like, you know what? Yeah, I'm in it. You know, and, and how good is God that he's in it with me and bringing me through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to understand that I'm in it helps me to better be able to endure it. You know, because we're yeah. going to have to, we're gonna, we got to go through some stuff. We got to endure some stuff. We got to yeah. grow as men. And that's the process. You know what I mean? It, there, it is a process. It's plain and yeah. simple. You know, and we have to go through it in order for us to be who God's called us to truly be. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and I think just think it's such a blessing, man, to know that, hey, I'm in this. And not only am I in this, but my man John's in it with me. My brother John's in it. And we're going through this thing together and God's in it and we're growing, yeah. we're being stretched, you know, even though I'm in the heat, in the darkness, yeah. you know, yeah. that heat is on me and, you know, everything in me is just burning and everything in me is, is just changing and moving and God's doing a work inside of me. You know, it's just, and, and, and it's just a blessing to know that, you know what? Yeah, he's doing the work in me, but he's also with me. You know, he's also with me, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hey, we just mm-hmm. we just uh, we just ordered uh, another hundred books that we're gonna donate to the ACI because I believe That's that true. those brothers in there, especially those that awesome. know Christ, yeah. Um, yeah. are gonna know that. Hey, you know what? Right now, hey, you're in the smoker, bro. You're yeah. going through it. God's in. The, you're in God's process, you know. And all of us are in different processes, you know, yeah. different different types of, of situations that God's brought us in to order to, you know, bring out those flavors that he wants to bring out in order to mm-hmm. uh, do what we need to do, you know, and be who we need to be. So we can change the world, bro. You know, um, mm-hmm. we need to change the world, you know, and that's just, yeah. you know, one of the things that's on my heart, man. I want to be a world changer. <laughs> well, that's what we're called to do, right? Amen. 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 So that's what you're saying. Go so, into all the world. So, so, you're on the Rally Point board of directors, mm. and we got some cool stuff coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So we got our men's breakfast, our free, guys, free, free, yep. free, free, free men's free. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free men's breakfast coming up April 9th at 10 a.m., Sacred Exchange Fellowship. And how about mm-hmm. this conference we got, we're, we're, we're making right here, Aldo? You know, I would say the same thing I said uh, last week when I was talking about the meeting that we have on Saturdays. Only come to that meeting if you want to grow as a man of God. If you're a weenie, (laughs) don't come. The gall is thrown down. The gall is thrown down. You know, I I mean, uh, it's just, it's growing in, growing in Christ, I think is a very challenging, heart opening surgery, Amen. you know, Amen. but if we don't grow in Christ, our life is going to, I don't want to use bad language, but our life is just going to be, uh, it's going to be difficult. Listen, you know, you said one time before, like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm saved. I, I accepted the Lord, uh, and I'm trying to get better every day and I'm trying to go closer to him. And, uh, but Hey, I, you know, I'll do what I can do. And, and that's it. Well, yeah. Okay. That, that, that's fine. But it's, it's meetings like that. It's meetings like the men's conference where change happens there. Amen. Amen. You're challenged there. Amen. You know what I mean? You get challenged in a different way. It's taking time away from the norm. And by the way, listen, I know you're going to change your oil. I know you're going to rake the leaves. I know you're going to do all this. We all got a million family things that we have to do. Commitments that we've made that we want to hold on to, right? But what's a greater commitment than growing closer to my Lord and Savior so I can be a better servant to my family. Amen. Amen. Wouldn't it be awesome to come back from that weekend and all of a sudden your spouse, your partner, your family, your friends, they see a change in you that changes their life. Wow. Wow. How important would that, what what, what a miss if if you're not there and you missed that and you missed out on that. Yeah, a couple of of weeks ago. I trust me, it's worth going in. If you have to work on Saturdays, I I tell you right now, it's worth calling in sick. Take a sick day. <laughs> Listen, I need a. I, I, hey, I I know there's people right now uh, in this um, uh, millennial generation. They have these mental health days. Listen, hey, I'm just stressed out. I need a mental health day. Well, tell your boss you need a mental health. Tell them whatever you need, but you need to be at that rally point. Mental amen, amen. And that, hey, that conference is June 10th and 11th. Mm-hmm. At Sacred Exchange Fellowship, that's 75 Division Road in Warwick, Rhode Island. Hey, if you want to get a ticket, you can private message me. You can private message that was John Cambio, 
Um, reach out. The tickets are going to be available everywhere shortly. Um, but make sure, mark your calendars, do what you got to do, take the day off, do what you got to do to get to the conference Friday and Saturday, Friday night, Saturday day. It, it's just going to be mind-blowing. The theme of the conference this year is who are you? Who mm. are you, right? Um, and we're going to learn about that. that. We're going we're gonna to learn about who we are. And we're going to start to And don't buy one ticket. Don't <laughs> buy one ticket. I, you know you're going. So it's not a matter of how many tickets, you know, you, you need one ticket. But you need to have an extra ticket for somebody. Amen. To give Amen. it to them. Not to sell it to them, to give it to them. Amen. Amen. And change that woman's life. Amen. Yeah. Hey, guys, let's fill God's house on April 9th, 10 a.m. And let's... Let's fill God's house June 10th and the 11th for the Rally Point Men's Conference. Who are you? Mark your calendars. Make it your business to be there. Hey, a, a couple of weeks ago, I preached a sermon about, you know, uh, missing your blessings. And mm -hmm. I tell you what, if you're not there, you are sorely going to miss your blessing. You're going to have a whole warehouse full of blessings that are not going to be open because you weren't in the place that you were supposed to be. And I believe mm -hmm. that June 10th and 11th, God's calling all men. To the rally point, which will be at 75 Division Road in Warwick, Rhode Island, Sacred Exchange Fellowship. You know, in the scriptures, you know, uh, God told the men of, of Israel when they were freed from Egypt, when they were in, in the desert, just starting, he told them three times a year, you're going to come before me. You're going to leave your families, leave your farms, leave all the, everything behind. Don't worry. It's going to be taken oh. care of and you're going to come before me. And that was a mandate by God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So so there's something powerful about when men come together. Amen. You know, um, you're going to come back. You're going to leave there better, refreshed, renewed, energized. You name it. Um, God's going to do it. Whatever you have, bring it with you. Um, mm -hmm. And God's going to answer some prayers. And we, we, we're going to see some miracles take place. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hey, brother. Awesome to have you on the show, man. Thank you. Oh, you're the best, brother. Thanks for coming to the rally point, man. And uh, we'll see you real soon. Hey, man, I look forward to it. All right, God bless you, man. Later on. God right, bless bye. you, too. Hey, that was Elder John Cambio, uh, my brother on our Rally Point board and an elder in our church. And, you know, how powerful was that conversation that we just had? And I, I just hope that you got something out of it. I hope you received something powerful tonight. And, and listen, keep fighting, keep working, keep moving forward to the Rally Point to the things that God's called you to, to the person that God's called you to be, because, hey, you're truly loved, and God is working in you and through you. God bless you. Thank you for coming to The Rally Point, and we'll see you again real soon.